Episode 26, Conflict Unsolved is Conflict Multiplied. All right, we are back at it for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek. Today, we're on episode 26, Conflict Unresolved is Conflict Multiplied. So I recently just read this quote uh, this morning, and uh, it really struck me when I read this. Um, I feel like in farming and ranching today, you know, there's with just especially with family in general, I, I struggled a lot growing up on the family farm, um, you know, as far as when the time arises for conflicts, right? We all know, you know, with the family business, like we we really struggle time to time to really talk about the real problems that that come up inside of our operations. And ultimately we've been taught and trained and uh, really educated to bury all those emotions and feelings and things that we know are problems um, because it's, one, it's easy, right? It's easy to walk away from um, things that really just, you know, piss you off and make, you know, at the end of the day, just, just make you feel really triggered. Right. So today I just want to talk through, you know, really the problem that happens with this and the pain, the pain that this causes not only inside of your business, but also your personal life. Right. So inside of our family farm, you know, we've got three, two or three of us that are, are on, on the daily, you know, just doing things inside the farm operation and, and running the business. And, from time to time, there's going to be situations where one person, you know, there's a, there's something that needs to be brought forward, whether it's a conflict or just, just to bring, bring things to the table. And oftentimes, you know, it's, it's all led with emotion, right? You're either pissed off, you're angry, or there's some, there's, there's something that's really bothering you. And I think for many of us, we just haven't been taught or trained how to really deal with those emotions. Right, haven't been taught how to process it and really think through. You know, how do I really want to get this get this feeling off? How do I want to get this story out and um, and resolve it? Right, the whole thing is because how many of us, you know, how easy is it for you and I just to bundle up those emotions and you know just continue on with our day? And then the first thing that happens when you go home to your spouse, you're triggered, you're pissed. Right. And then as soon as she does something wrong, all of a sudden now we're releasing all that negative energy onto our kids and our spouse and and the people that we don't want to. So this this idea around around conflict being multiplied, the reason is, is because when you hold on to this, right, you hold on to that conflict, you know, that's a problem. Let's say you've got a brother who's not showing up to the farm and doing his thing and you're carrying all the weight. All that negative energy is held up inside of you constantly, daily, daily, and every day you don't do nothing, all that anger builds up and resentment, and pretty soon, now you're going to walk into a battle one day. It's going to be completely not even relevant to the conflict. It's all going to be the emotion that's bound up, right? And so for, you know, for me to identify this, there's been times in my life where I have known that I've needed to bring things to the table and to get things out and just have an open and honest raw conversation with my family. But I wasn't able to, I wasn't, I didn't know how to do it. Right. Because I, you know, that you can screw these things up just by releasing the rage and, and getting really angry at, at family. And then that, that hurts. 
it doesn't get anywhere. And so if I had to have some conversations with my family just to bring things to the table to ultimately that's the goal here is to bring things out into the open and, and expose them, right? Expose, expose the real problems, expose what is not working so you can ultimately move forward. Because at the end of the day, that's all we're trying to do. Like you and I, we're just trying to grow a business and move forward and, and live a life that is intentionally, you know, always progressive, but there's these things that get in the way that, that are holding us back. Right. And conflict is is one that's going to be constantly, you know, things that we're going to be up against. But to strategically, you know, bring things into light and expose what the real problems are. That's guys, that's all it takes. I had a conversation with my dad. It was about two years ago when I was really struggling inside my farm operation. And there was things that I felt like, you know, that that he was holding me back on. And I just brought that to the light to expose some things that I was expressing and feeling and it was in a way that I wanted him to know how I was feeling, but not point the finger and blame anybody. Because the moment we try to blame somebody, we are not taking any responsibility for ourselves. And like I struggled with this before is, you know, you might get in the conflict with your spouse and you start blaming each other when that's not the truth. Like blaming happens just, just for the lack of accountability and not, not knowing how to communicate that. So inside of this and inside of family farms, if a person can constantly bring things to the table and really start to resolve their problems by, by working through the emotion, but guys, it starts by knowing yourself first, knowing yourself and knowing what their true problem is, because it may not be that you have a conflict with the person, but there's something that they do that sets you off and really triggers you. Right. And, and you're just so used to blaming them or, you know, doing something that's, you know, that is going to going to set you off and, and really piss you off. And sometimes it's just separation that's required or just the awareness, just the awareness on how, on how this person operates and to give enough space, but to know yourself good enough. Or maybe you've got to distance yourself a little bit. And just start to, you know, kind of build your own thing, maybe, or just find a way to to really cope with that. Because so easy, it's just, it's just, we get into those arguments and at the end of the day, like it just, it divides everybody. And I don't want that for you, my friend. And that's what I don't want for myself either is to continue to divide the family and continue to divide everybody by the, the unwillingness to have the really hard, hard conversations that we know we must have. Like you you and I both know, my friend, there are things that you've got to have conversations around with your family if you truly want to build this business and move things moving forward. And to accept, accept that these things are problems because it's so easy, right? It's so easy to just let these things slide and all of a sudden, you know, two, three years goes by and nothing has changed. And so one of the things that I'd have you consider is having a, you know, a family meeting or having some sort of, place where you can all meet and discuss business, discuss the real and raw problems that you are facing and leave the personal, leave the personal side out of it, right? Leave the personal emotions out, leave the, leave the family matters out. Because at the end of the day, this is the hardest thing for family farms that are, you know, continuing to move forward is how do I operate my business with my family when I've got my own problems that are going on, but I'm also trying to grow the business. And you might have to make some really difficult decisions where maybe the best thing you do is to separate. 
Like I separated for three years to really figure out, hey, what direction am I going? What are the things that I'm doing? And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's what are you feeling called to do? You may just have to separate off and do your own business. If the family doesn't, isn't able and doesn't have room for you to come back to, you might have to just finally build your own thing. And you have to be okay with this. And I struggled with this. I struggled for this for a long time. When I came back to the family farm in 2015 to continue the farm operation, you know, I had this farm place come up for about 600 grand. And in the bottom of my pit of my stomach, when I was working on my cash flows, I'm like, how the hell is this going to work? How the hell am I going to be able to build a family, build a, build any kind of future with this amount of, you know, tightness in a cash flow? And I get it. Cash, you know, corn prices were like three, four bucks at the time. And, and, uh, um, beans were, you know, I think remember they're like nine, eight, seven or eight bucks at that time. So things weren't cash flowing, but I'm like, how am I going to be able to live off of this? There's no, there was no way. And for whatever reason, that's the path God had me go down. But how many other farmers are in these situations where we're not, we're living just in hope and fantasy that things are just going to work out without having to put the work in, but without having to truly identify and without having the awareness that, hey, if I don't do anything, nothing's going to change. If I don't have that conversation, nothing's going to change. You're going to have to step into this discomfort. You're going to have to because the cost is far greater, my friend. And it was too late for me after five years of struggling on the family farm because I was pleasing my, you know, helping my dad and just doing what I thought I had to do. But there was the piece, the missing piece was the truth. And the truth was, is that this thing wasn't going to work. Like it wasn't, it wasn't going to work. There was no way I had to build a custom business. I had to do something differently, but it took after five years to finally realize that and to get out of the, you know, oh, I've just got to be here to help help my family. That's true. But you've got to separate yourself away from the family farm as an individual and look at it from that perspective. And that's what I struggled with the most is looking at, okay, I like, I want to be on the family farm. I love this. This is this, like, this is my true passion, but I have to also be, you know, I have to be aware of the fact that I've got my own life. I've got my own family that I've got to focus on. And if I don't focus on that, I just focus on, you know, this hope, hoping that things are just going to work out. What kind of future does that provide me? Like, what kind of future is that if I don't go out and take action and do things that I know to make myself, you know, build things for me. And it's not an ego trip. It's not to say, oh, I can go out and do this. It's literally saying I'm taking responsibility for me and I'm not putting this on my family. I'm not putting this on the, the farm to take care of me. I am taking care of myself. But many people see this as an attack. They see it as an attack as you go out and you build your own thing because again, it, it feels like you are abandoning the farm. It feels like you are going, you are, you are just saying screw you to everybody. And in a way you might have to, but it doesn't mean you, you, you don't, you, you can't, you can't approach the situation a lot differently. You know, I made a huge mistake in, in uh, my last year of farming um, before I, I took a different path for two, three years is, is I really kind of just abandoned everything. I abandoned my family. I abandoned the farm. And I, if I could have gone, gone back, I wish I would have had the, the courage to, you know, almost, almost approach the situation with that kind of courage to admit that things weren't working and that, that I was just simply going to walk down a different path. Cause it felt like I just kind of, I, I walked away from it all. 
And sometimes that's, that is, that is the case. Like you just, if you lose the farm, like you, you literally just have to walk away from it. There's no other choice, but I had some options, but I wish I would have had the integrity within myself to say, Hey, this is not working anymore. I have to do things differently. And I'm committed to building a future that is going to be beneficial for me and my family. Like that's got to be the center of it. What's going to be best for me. And this is once you admit that you've got to do what's best for you is when the guilt and the shame and the stories are going to come in. And this is the most painful thing that you will experience is because you've got to go to your family with this and they're going to come with questions. They're going to come with, you know, Hey, why don't you stick it out for a little bit longer? You're going to get all these things. And I've fell for that, my friend. I fell for that. And you've got to know why you're doing these things and not just listen to your neighbor, not just, you know, listen to somebody who told you you should go out and do something. Actually investigate what you are feeling for yourself. Investigate what you think is the right move. But ultimately, the center of it has to be what is going to be best for you and your family. When you get to that center place, and and I, I had to get to this place. I, I screwed this up bad royally, my friend, as, as I was trying to please everybody. It was the right situation, but I had to I had to come from a place of this is what's what's best for me and communicate that. Right? Oftentimes we don't really communicate, we just act on emotion and act on this is what I'm gonna do, screw everybody else, and uh, and it's just it's just not really not the right thing to do. Like it's just not the right thing to do out of integrity. Right. And, and this is where I'm having to look at myself in the mirror and saying, hey, like, how are you showing up? How are you doing this? So sometimes at the end of the day, you just have to do what's best for you. And you have to have the awareness and the courage and having somebody there to to push you along the way to say, you know what? Let's take a look at what things are like. What is the real problem? Asking you the questions. Maybe it is staying on the family farm. Maybe it's just simply you distancing emotionally your attachment to the farm and to build your family focus on your kids focus on what brings you you know happiness instead of just relying on the farm to bring you the happiness or relying on your parents to bring you happiness come to the center of what's going to be best for you and what things do you have to do to know that you are stepping into integrity at the end of the day this is all we got my friend doing the right things over and over and over again we're going to screw up Absolutely. And I've screwed up multiple times and I've had to admit that and to I've hurt people along the way. I've not done good things. And that was part of my growing process. And I hated it. I absolutely hated that process of going through this was because I knew there was people I was going to be hurt to because I had made promises. I had done things, you know, before that uh, were helping me where I thought getting to where I needed to go. But ultimately, it was not working for me at the end of the day. And I had to be open about it. I had to communicate these things. And so if I could go back and do it differently, I wish I would have had more of a, you know, willingness to just, just stand in integrity and my feet grounded in what was best for me and to communicate that knowing that the other person, one, isn't going to like it, but two, that, that this was exactly the path that God called me to do and called me to walk down because that's, that's ultimately life, right? I mean, that's just, just what life is walking through and, and meeting people, you know, leaving people and, 
you know, just walking this path, but making really hard decisions that are going to move you forward and ultimately doing what's right. And so many, I see so many people on the family farm who are miserable because they're not willing to have the real and raw conversations on, man, this really isn't working for me right now, but I'm so afraid to do things differently because I know if I, if I go out and build a new business, one, it's going to create some distance between me and my family, you know, people on the family farm, but this is what I need to do. And you, but you're coming from that real and raw place, right? So my friend, as we wrap up today's episode, it was a little longer. I wanted to really just have you consider and really investigate because this is a this is a massive thing, my friend. Like this, this isn't just a small thing that we deal with on the family farm. This is a massive thing. And these are really big decisions. But ultimately, you know, it's, it's getting to the realness. It's getting to the rawness and uh, you doing what's right for you at the end of the day. No matter what, you've got to do what's best for you. And people will say that, right? People will say, hey, I want to do what's best for you. But when it comes to the point for you to take the actions that you know you must do, you'll find out who the real people are, right? Because some people just, they just rely on you for everything. And I get it. I get it. But sometimes you got to do what's best for you. And that is required to build a better life and just to, just to truly, you know, live in God's purpose. So as we wrap up today's episode, my friend, I hope you found that valuable. You're able to look in, in some different areas of your life and really do what you know you must do and then start having the courage, walk the path, do build your, you know, build, have those conversations, ultimately run into these conflicts. Because if you don't, if you don't, my friend, the cost, the cost is going to be so much greater one day and the cost of regret, the cost of inaction is going to weigh heavily on you. So my friend, this wraps up today's episode and we will talk to you all on the next one.